0: We're gonna talk to some people. Gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people. Gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people. Gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people. Gonna learn a lot of stuff. because it's we're stuck. Hello and welcome to the Kristen Knows Blank Podcast, a podcast where I sit down with my friends that are comedians and we chit chat about things that we do when we're not being comedians. Oh, this week's guest. She's fantastic. Oh my God. Her name is Rachel Scanlon. She's got a podcast called Two Dikes and a Mic. Oh my God. Are you excited? I'm excited. Before we get to that. Hi, I'm Kristen. I'm the host of this crazy mess. You can find me through my website, KristenKey.com. Follow me on all my social media. I have videos and all kinds of things. Oh. I also have a Patreon. Join the Patreon. It supports this podcast and all my other shows. It's uh, patreon.com slash Comedy. Also, if you haven't been watching it, watch my Friday Live at Five show. It's a live streaming show that happens most Fridays. You can find our schedule through my website, Um, but it's a live stream with music and comedy and games. Oh my. Uh, So if you're not part of that, join it. Also, I'm on Cameo. So if you want to give a unique gift of me, I write a song for everybody who gets a cameo from me. So uh, check that out if you're looking to give a unique gift. Now, my guest today, she's a hilarious stand up comedian. You can see her chore schedule if you Google Rachel Scanlon. But also, my favorite thing about her is her podcast, Two Dykes and a Mic. Hey, computer lady. Interview with Rachel Scanlon.
1: Playing interview with Rachel Scanlon.
0: Hey, how are you? I'm good. It's so good to see you. You as well. It's been a long time. Oh my gosh. Rachel, look at you. (laughs) I know it's been so long. This is wonderful. You look amazing. Thank you. So do you. Oh oh my god. Let's just do this the whole the whole time. Just know you're (laughs) the prettiest girl (laughs) in the podcast. No, no, you are. Oh well, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it.
1: Of course. Oh my god.
0: Last time I saw you. Um, in person. I think you were a young, fledgling stand-up comedian in yep. Flappers Comedy Club, and now you've become like an online lesbian icon.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. I've really come so far. I think I was also, I might have been still working at Flappers.
0: That's so true. Yeah. yeah. I
1: I moved out here, started working at the Ticket booth, then I was a server there, and I started comedy like as I started working there. So there are like a bunch of comedians that I'm like do you, did you see me doing stand up or did did I like bring you a beer? <laughs> like I'm like, there's a whole, but we were both doing standup.
0: Yeah. You were yes. doing stand up. I knew that you worked for the club, but also because of the success from some other very successful flappers employees, I don't think you can really knock the flappers like, Oh, I was a door guy at flappers. Well, then you got nominated for an Oscar. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Listen,
1: it all comes around.
0: I guess so. Yeah. But you were always very funny and always a uh, very queer forward. I feel yes. like. Yes. Which yes. I appreciate as a, I had struggled with my coming out as a comedian until I was like 35. So seeing young gays <laughs> just be like, take the, what's up, everybody? I'm gay. And I was yes. like, you can do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. I, I came out strong. I feel like the first like four years of me doing stand up, the, all the jokes I wrote were about how gay I was
0: love this. This is, I mean, yeah. Well, you made a fan out of me. So that's, (laughs) it's really fun. And I I wanted, there's things that I want to ask you about that are not comedy related, but because I have you here, um, I do want to hear about how you developed, uh, this podcast, which is so incredible. Two Dykes and a mic.
1: Yeah. Um, how you
0: developed it uh, and how it's going. Just, just, you just tell us all about it.
1: Oh my God. Okay. So basically I was doing an open mic and it was called two Dykes and a mic and it was just for, you know, in like a, a comedy open mic, everyone got three minutes. And I ran that for almost like four years. It was in the Valley right down here. And I ran it with my girlfriend at the time. Huge mistake. I mean, oh, we business, broke up. Business
0: with your girlfriend? How would that well,
1: go wrong? I would. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was a lot younger and I, I was like, we broke up on stage. Yeah, why
0: was I not at that show? Yeah, it was
1: wild. People thought that we were kidding. People thought it was like like a like a bit. I'm sure, but we were definitely. You know, it was one of those things where like we had broken up, and then I was like, "Well, I'm still gonna go run the open mic," and we almost like that game of like chicken where you're like, "Oh, then I'll go too," and so we both. How
0: uncomfortable can we make our fans? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the so then so that girl and I parted ways. And then this new, like somebody who was a patron of the open mic, her name's Mackenzie Goodwin. She okay. slid in my DMs that same night that we like publicly broke up. And she was like, hey, if you need another lesbian, and she's very femme. She like, <laughs> if Lips. you need
0: another lesbian. <laughs> I like that.
1: I was like, okay. And I assume that Mackenzie, I was like, for sure, she's trying to have sex with me. I was like, why would she be? in my DMs outing herself to me that's unless fair. she yeah, that's fair. hit it. And then turns out that she um wanted to be the new, like she wanted to be business partners with two dikes and a mic. And she really helped take it from an open mic to a podcast. So we were doing it week weekly open mic, weekly podcast. And then we started doing it as a booked show in LA. Eventually we we're doing it monthly at the Virgil. And we had like a great group of people that would come out to see the shows. And we have booked just like queer people and women. And then uh, from there, we started touring it as a live show. Then the pandemic hit and we were able to grow more of our listenership during that time as the podcast. And now we just tour it as a live podcast. It's far from an open mic. I'll tell you that wow. we have like we're able to grow it a lot from there. But it's just like this comedy brand that is really queer forward. It's very silly. And like having two like queer people being best friends and not anything else seems to be more rare than you would think to see like a non-romantic, right. lesbian type of content is like very hard to find. So we are right. trying to fill that market. You'd think that that was a diamond in the rough, but it's it's really fun to just have like yeah. playful gay people that are like so closely friendshipped in a way that is like You want to just like hang, like how many podcasts are there where there's straight people just shooting the shit? I'm like, let us be like gay, silly, silly and gay. I feel like when I was coming out, I'm like, everything about being gay was so serious. I was like, this is the worst. It's such a fucking bummer. I'm like, can we crack a smile here? So yeah, when we started two Dikes, we really wanted to be as silly as humanly possible.
0: Especially with lesbians. I feel like as a as a gay comedian with lesbian audience, I'm like, oh boy, you guys are so easy to offend. I mean, yes. come on. <laughs> come on, guys. Let's, you know, where this isn't gardening. Let's lighten up a little bit. You know, let's let's bring some levity to, to our situation. Yeah. It yeah. really
1: like let us Enjoy, poke fun at ourselves and like loosen up a little bit. I used to do this joke about how lesbians are the right wing conservative of the LGBT community. <laughs> Which is like, there's, there, there is just like this, this class of lesbians that are like, you need a haircut. Like that they, they just aren't, they're, they're like holding back. And I'm like, we, to be able to laugh at ourselves. Like, come on, lesbians. We know we're goofy. We're wearing fedoras at church. Like, what are we come do we yeah. do in here?
0: They're the ones that usually do comment on a lesbian comedian's video that is, like, accurate. They're like, because I, I did a lesbian national anthem song. And so I was like, <gasps> you didn't include this type of lesbian. I'm like, come on. It's an umbrella song. If you're a lesbian, <laughs> you fit under that umbrella. If you don't wear hiking shorts, that's fine. Like, it's okay. Right. You still, if you... <laughs> let it go, Debbie, but please, (laughs) I need to mention, I have been watching your, your journey on Instagram. The haircut is fucking wonderful. I, I, I'm a really big fan of lesbians, but also of short haired lesbians. It like, there's a real, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting serious. Now there's a serious spot in my Republican lesbian heart. There's nothing Republican (laughs) about my heart, but no, I want to know. What it did to your identity when you got the haircut that you, like, got to choose? Is that a way to put that? yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. That is a way to put it. So for most of my childhood until, like, probably, like, 11, I had a bowl cut, like, a boy's haircut for all of my, like, youth. So, and then I like was very much like, okay, now you have to be a girl. So I grew my hair out and it got long. It's very pretty. I have great curls. And I've been wanting to cut it since the day it got long. Like I've wanted to have like a, a, a faux hawk, mohawk type of situation. And for the longest time, I was just like, I would go like, I'm sure you understand when you, you go to like a, I'm like also from the Midwest. So haircuts in my culture are meant to be like $22 with tip. So I have been going to, like, fantastic That's fantastic, Sams. Sam. Keep them coming. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, a great clips. I'm a fantastic yeah. Sam bitch. Sure. Like, I'm th- very much... So, I, and if, if you go to those types of places and you look like a woman, you ask them to cuddle your hair off, they, like, adamantly oppose to it. They very much will tell you, like, that you're too pretty to cut your hair. And so And then they would cut it. They would just go a little. And they would go a little. And then finally, like... Because this haircut is still just a few weeks old. I went to a queer person and I was like, I need you to list, please cut my hair where there's not sides. I'm like, let's do this. And it has like unlocked, like, immediately as it was coming off, like, she did this little side.
0: Piece? I call them sideburns or pointy sideburns. They're so cute on lesbians. I just, we need more queer. I mean, I don't want to say we need more queer hairstylists because then we're like uh, eight million people just went, hey, hey. hey. Oh, we need someone that can cut lesbian hair the way lesbians want it to be cut. Not the way like, oh my yeah. God, this would look so good on you. It never does because that's- No. Yeah. Okay. This there's, looks amazing. Yeah.
1: it I was so, and I was like, as it was, I was like, finally- Even now, because it hasn't been very long, when I see pictures of myself with my long hair, I'm like, who is that? Like, this very much fits my whole vibe is like, it's still curly. Like, it feels, I finally, like, have a haircut. And it really, like, yeah, my, I mean, to be honest, my confidence was already too high. And now, (laughs) now I'm like, excuse me. Like, I'm like... That's have fair arrived.
0: though, like, and I, I like it. I could talk lesbian hair all day. In fact, I've I always wanted to, I already want to start three new podcasts called like, one called Three Les and a Fez, uh, yes! on, sta- on stage breakups, and now an hour talking lesbian hair, or we'll come what up with it? a better title, yeah.
1: You've got great hair, and you've had an amazing lesbian haircut for. See, ever. We're gonna
0: talk about hair for just a few more minutes. I started cutting my own, cause I was tired of people. This is, yeah, oh, I cut this beautiful looks Good. Bitch. Thank you so much. I spend a lot of time on it because I was tired of going to, I went to salons I had this very expensive lady paid. Like it was like 200 plus dollars for cut color to come out and not quite look like it was like a pixie cut because she was <sighs> like, you look great. With me. <laughs> Thank you so much because yeah. I feel, I feel hurt because I'm not a pixie cut girl. Although they look very cute on other women. And then I'd be like, no, I want short sides. And then I went to a barber And then i looked like that lesbian for a while that had been to the barber and so Mm -hmm. i mean anyway so finally during pandemic i got like some clippers and was like it'll grow back and started having some fun and playing with it and then uh now i feel like i've got the haircut that i wanted someone to put on me you you that learning curve i mean it looks great we don't have to look at pictures from early pandemic. We don't need to look at the first, like <laughs> when everybody was Googling home hair dye, do I have to bleach? Like all these questions were fun to answer. And yes, is the answer to that one.
1: <laughs> Lesbian hair, is, I'm obsessed it's, a thing with it. that, it's such a thing. And then when you do try to like get the barber and then you're like, it's very tempting to go very tacky. You know, once you go short, you're like, should I put a lightning bolt over here
0: can i could should i take a notch out of my eyebrow like how that and some I'm- girls can fucking rock it like there's this yeah. character on mandalorian that is like very queer and wonderful and she has like this beautiful like tailored oh, short fade into this swoopy and it's black hair and she's just so good at it oh. i tried a haircut similar and it was just like not it's like <laughs> So the sides of my head are funny. Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like so close to putting a double slit on the eyebrow. You could
0: could pull it off.
1: I but here's the thing I barely have eyebrows. Uh, That's already tempting. Like there, I I would have to Will it ever come back? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Don't ask a lesbian
0: friend. You need to ask a significant other that question. (laughs) That is what wives and girlfriends are for. Or to be like Kristen, no.
1: No. And no, no, we've got we've done enough. Yeah, I'm done enough? I'm already wearing know, a pinky like- ring.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, this is me
1: now. I cut the oh. hair, I was like, pinky yeah. ring.
0: <laughs> fuck, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. don't you listen to your girlfriend or wife. You notched that eyebrow. Let's okay, the reason I had you on the podcast was not to talk about your amazing hair, although it is one of the questions on my sheet. Okay. Mainly, I wanted to know, you're part of one of the, the fastest growing sport in America. So I wanna know, how did you come oh, to God, find yeah. the wonderful woman we call Pickleball?
1: Pickleball was my quarantine activity. Oh, I baby. yeah. Basically, I started. Let's see. I got really jacked. I'm very fit. I'm like in my Jillian Michaels era, and that happened before the pandemic hit. Then the pandemic hit, and I was like, "What do I do?" I also have ADHD, and I'm. I need to like. I'm. I'm a. I'm running hot at all <laughs> times. I'm very much like. I need. And out- I'm also sober. I'm like, I need to go play at all times. You're sober as well. Yeah,
0: Six yes. years. Yeah.
1: Congrats. Oh, Same to you. So I was like really trying to find an outlet for myself. And I live within walking distance of a park. So first I tried tennis because there were tennis courts. It was a disaster. I mean, I spent most of my time like running after the tennis ball. Right. I look over and I see some of the most gorgeous senior citizens i've ever seen in my life playing a much smaller game and i was like okay if we can make this smaller and basically i started stalking this group of people that played every monday wednesday friday at the courts and i brought my friend and i would play pickleball i ordered it on amazon i got the wiffle ball i got the paddles and we were playing singles we were playing incorrectly we had no idea I thought I was like, I was serving into the kitchen, like just, I was like, I don't know what we're doing. Eventually that group of people like adopted me into their pickleball league. And they're not quite a league, but they, they, they're on WhatsApp. So I had to get WhatsApp to figure out when they're playing and stuff. (laughs) And I started putting in probably 10 to 15 hours a week of pickleball.
0: Sure. Do you have, we have one friend, like I'm friends with this power couple that I love so much. And uh, I'm just, it's, it's Aaron and Sarah. Hi, Aaron and Sarah. And uh, Aaron is a pick, good pickleball player. Sarah is tournament level and she'll come down play with us. And she toys with us. She just toys oh. with us because we know she's that good. And it's like, we're not even mad about it. It's just like, sometimes we're like, could you just play like you would normally play? We're like, nope, stop, 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 stop. Because <laughs> it's, it's too- just- it's like one survey. And we're like, fuck! Oh shit! Like I can't there's, play like you.
1: There's something very hot to me about somebody who is really good at something, anything. I don't care what it is. If you're, if you're like, talent proficient, is attractive. Yeah, I'm over it. and specifically like. I think that's why I got so deep into it. I I grew this like enormous crush on the woman who taught me how to play pickleball, which makes sense. I have like a very large, like, I'm like, you better, if you know something and I don't, I'm like, I'm a little baby, you better teach me how to play. And she could <laughs> never do... host a
0: talent show. You will be knee, <laughs> knee deep in it. I'm like,
1: oh no. I'm everybody a model.
0: There. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Something
1: about like, if you can play pickleball better than me, I'm like, you I'll marry you. Like the, the BA to to place the ball where you want it, those like fast mm. low serves. I'm like, excuse me, like let's get married on a pickleball court.
0: I I would I would watch that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the That's... the wedding of the century. Oh, I, I put that on so my list much. of shows that I want to make. Pickleball marriage. It comes on right after breakups on stage.
1: That's really good. It's it would be good good on the TLC lineup. It's time for
0: five quick questions. This is a podcast in three parts, so I have to get to the next part of chit-chatted with you. Now I have to ask you five quick questions. Oh, shit. These are just quick questions. You just say whatever comes to your, to your mind. Um, they're not that difficult, um, but they have been written specifically for you. There's a couple that I ask all comedians, uh, such as this first one. Question number one. Um, you are offered three times higher than the highest rate you've ever been offered to do anything, to do stand up comedy at a nudist resort naked. Do you do it? Oh. I'm naked. Yeah, and they're yeah. naked. It's a nudist oh. resort. Everyone's yes. naked.
1: Yes, 100%.
0: Not a lot of thought into that. You're just, okay. Well, There's you're it. in greatest shape of your life. You're running marathons. marathon. You have a kick-ass haircut. Why wouldn't yeah. you?
1: No, I my confidence running high right now. I'm That's like, great. I'll do it for free. And I do feel like the amount of crowd work would be, like, it would be Fair. so much fun Yeah. to be able. I think we're all on the same playing field. And then you get to, like, really have i love you know shows where you get to be the most in the moment because you're either at a ridiculous place or something stupid happens i like a i like a
0: stupid thing let's do it okay question number two question number two pickleball has become the hottest sport in the world uh, in our world now and uh winning is a powerful aphrodisiac god i didn't even know that it was true for you choose a celebrity crush to play in pickleball if you win (sighs) You win a steamy night with them. If you lose, you walk away alone and humiliated. What do you do?
1: Okay, I'm picking Rihanna. Whoa! I'm picking Rihanna quickly. Yeah, so Rihanna, because I do believe that her talents lie in like the erotic dance art and singing, like musicality, and she does smoke. And I feel like I could take her down in pickleball So then I would win a steamy night. And I do believe that, like, I I can bank on the fact that, like, she hasn't practiced as much pickleball as me. Like, she would win in other things. But I I can can guarantee that
0: Rihanna has not practiced as much pickleball as you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, this would be... My time and in singles too. If anyone like knows otherwise, please trading. message
0: the show and be like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Rihanna is a pickleball boss. I would love to see the comments come in, but I think we're right and correctly assuming that she's not a pickleball player.
1: Yeah, no, I'm taking I'm taking Rihanna down every time. And then and you're then taking we-
0: Rihanna down. down. Exactly. Question three. Oh, this is a weird one. There's a time machine. Um, they run on tokens. You're given one token. You can either go back for one week and change nothing, and just walk around and relive a week or you can go back for one day and change something. What do you do?
1: Oh my God. Listen, I'm not changing anything. There's that's for sure. You can't go back, you can't live in that world where you're like going back and changing what? I mean, maybe cutting my hair sooner, but that seems like too superficial. (laughs) That's way too superficial. (laughs) I think I would go relive, but then you're like reliving, fuck. Let me think about this, Kristen. If I could re if I could go back, maybe I'd come out sooner. I think I would I would go back and I would come out. I like waited until I was in college, which now seems like I was still a child, but I would come out sooner. Okay. I think yeah.
0: That's what I would do cuz it would probably lead, inevitably lead to a better haircut sooner.
1: Ex- exactly. You it's know, all, it all about the haircut. I, get you. I feel
0: so seen having you on cuz a lot of comedians have come on this show and at that question they've said Well, obviously I gotta try to kill Hitler. I'm like, I would, I always say I'd go back to that point in high school where I had this this really weird girlfriend and I would have sex with her for a week. Yes,
1: (laughs) see, I love that answer. I think that's a perfect answer. And then I feel guilty, so I'm like, oh, nobody
0: killed Hitler, but I banged my ex-girlfriend for a week because we were not meant to be, but boy, that was a fun week.
1: Yeah, listen, I I always support going back for good sex for a week because that is who we are. (laughs) And haircuts! good sex and haircuts good sex and haircuts. the name of
0: another show Shit. that
1: makes the world go
0: round that's right oh my god okay (laughs) i love your answer i support it and someone else can use their token to kill hitler right these are where the questions get weird question four you've been kidnapped sorry and entered into a hot dog eating contest to save your life how many hot dogs could you eat this is such
1: a important question because i am a hot dog head myself i love hot dogs so i could i could take down in one sitting to save i mean probably the back
0: of your head yeah listen i
1: know i'm too cocky but i'm i'm thinking like 101 dogs
0: that's the highest number anybody's ever said on this show no most people don't break 20. mine is like four because i'd get full but i love hot dogs (sighs) ah Yeah. hundred and one hot dogs. You're yeah. your I feel like your will to win and the power of your hair is gonna keep you alive in a hot dog eating contest.
1: Yeah, I feel like you start slow. You know what I mean? Like I am an endurance athlete. So I do feel you like run, I could you
0: run marathons. Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I could really figure out a way. You know, I've also seen a lot of footage of hot dog eating contests. They do dunk. Sure. There's a dunk aspect which does seem disgusting, but you can, you know, really <sighs> throw down some dogs. And here I am, just two dikes throwing down hot dogs you know what i mean like we're fine
0: <laughs> we can make it work i'm going to put that down as another show title potential show <laughs> two dykes throwing down hot dogs it's the uh, the lesbian hot dog eating contest that we Listen, always needed
1: we're very competitive i
0: do feel we like are. lesbians
1: could really shine at dog eating contests and i feel like your contest.
0: your smack talk between dogs could probably throw off the people around you you know yes yeah yes 100% okay.
1: 101
0: hot dogs yeah, okay. like some
1: gay Corella Deville out there, just dog, dog, long cigarette, dog,
0: dog. <laughs> How another many hands cigarette? do you have? Hot so dog, many. cigarette, hot dog. Okay. All right, I think you're gonna live. Question five. Question five. Uh, you. Sorry, you've been kidnapped again. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Um, this time you're entered into a karaoke contest. Oh. To yeah. save your life, what do you sing?
1: And I said, hey. I mean, obviously, four non-blondes, what's up? Oh my
0: god, it's such a great karaoke song, too. Everybody sings with that one. Very
1: quickly followed by Celine Dion. Hold on. But you were history with the slamming of the door. And I can't remember. What is it called? What is that called? It's all coming back to me now.
0: <laughs> you... Oh, that's a great song. Yeah.
1: I mean I was a karaoke wow. DJ for most. Of my...
0: We really need to play some pickleball. We have a lot in common. Look yeah. at us. Are you looking for oh a new lesbian God. friend? Cause you just yes. found one. Yes I am. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You and me, we gotta go fucking crazy on pickleball. Get me on these ships with you. I'll be your doubles partner. Dude. We'll both attack the middle line. Go I'll slam landscape dogs
0: Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised. Old people like lesbians now. Like we're becoming know, very weird. palatable to
1: old people. It's weird where like people, older people, used to be terrified of them, and now we do get to be like their cute little pets that let them know yeah. that like they're woke. It's a it's a decent time to be
0: a gay lady. Yeah,
1: I can't. It's believe not great. We're both karaoke decent.
0: DJs. Yeah, for like three, three and a half years when I was in uh, like my early 20s, I ran a karaoke bar uh, and it was for me, we showed up every night, me and my brother run it together for a while. And so we would just show up and take shots and get hammered and yeah. then sing most oh, yeah. of the songs.
1: Karaoke DJ to alcoholic to stand up comedian is like real
0: strong. Wow. It's like a water slide. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> it's so, it was real fun. But wow, look, you're yeah. like wow, I got pretty, pretty hammered there. I could have had you on just to talk about karaoke, but like I said, we're gonna have to hang out and I wanna have you on again. You're such a fun guest. Um, now every <laughs> show ends the same way. I gotta, I, I can't let you leave without playing. Um, you gotta play a Radlib with me. And now it's time for Radlibs. Yep. I wrote a story specific, specifically for you, um, but I did leave out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech together, we're gonna make a hilarious story, Rachel Scanlon. Are you ready to play? I can't wait. Okay, I'm here ready to go. I need a derogatory name. Like crusty slut feels pretty good. <laughs> this is the best beginning to any radlib in the history of radlibs. I can tell we're off to a great start. Okay, I need an adjective. Slippery. Yes. I need an occupation. Professional pickleballer. Excellent. Uh, a location? Your mom's house.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: Another adjective.
1: Hmm rock
0: hard yes oh jesus christ what a place for rock hard
1: okay uh a food cottage cheese high protein uh, locale babe
0: i mean it's like you're sitting over my shoulder writing a comedy piece here uh, a verb indian ing if this is
1: too far you can take it out but 69ing yeah i know it's early it's <laughs> It's 10 a.m here
0: it's never too early for 69ing i need Another verb ending in ing. I didn't realize there was two back to back. Karaoke ing. An illness or a disease. Typhoid is that one? Yes. Get that? Great. I don't think so. I don't hear of it often. We do hang out with a lot of old people, so we can ask them. Hey, Phyllis. do you remember? (laughs) She'd be like, Oh, for a whole summer they called me Typhoid Phyllis. (laughs) Uh, An amount.
1: Three hundred million. Yes. Yeah, big. Depending on, I mean, who knows? It depends. It be we tiny. don't know what
0: it. I don't know what it... I'm just feeding in words to see mm-hmm. where this goes. Uh, a drug. What do people love? There's so like... many good drugs. I mean, you're asking the wrong person. I'm like, really?
1: <laughs> Let's get him focused. Let's give him Adderall. Adderall, oh yeah. yeah. An exclamation? Exclamation? Oh, sh- fuck! Tits! Hell! <laughs> tits, oh, tits. We got oh, it, tits. okay. Fuck tits, hell. Perfect, mm-hmm. uh, another occupation. Let's go gay hairdresser.
0: Yes, you fit in the tone of the story really well. Article of clothing, I'll go fast now, like a Rorschach test.
1: Oh, got it, article of clothing, let's go Thong.
0: Yep, a singer. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, your pickleball girlfriend. A food.
1: food mac and cheese, please. Yep, an adverb. Sexily.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, another body part. Let's go peach, like the ass. Oh, yeah. Good advice. Just a quick, quick piece of good advice. Keep it up. And a threat. Like, uh... Like, watch out, bitch! That's it. We have a story, my friend. We have a fabulous story. This is amazing. Because okay. of you and who you are and your love of pickleball. This is called A Letter Regarding Pickleball. Oh, my God. Dear crusty Sluts of the HOA, Whoever had the bright idea to build 10 slippery pickleball courts next to my door is as dumb as a professional pickleballer in a your mom's house. (gasps) She is pissed. There are several reasons I think these courts should be removed. First, the noise. I moved to Rock Hard Acres Retirement Community.
1: Wait, that's exactly the name of that retirement community. (laughs) Rock Hard Acres.
0: Rock Hard Acres Retirement Community. I moved to Rockhard Acres Retirement Community for some peace and cottage cheese. What I've got, it's karaokeing balls. They're so loud. Probably because they're karaoke. They're so loud I can't sleep. I can't stop 69ing.
1: <laughs> you're welcome. Hey, you're fucking welcome. How about that?
0: You have to make it stop. My doctor said that those pickleball sounds are causing typhoid. I'm taking 300 million of Adderall just to make it through the day.
1: <laughs> so many Adderall. Oh, they'll never sleep now.
0: <laughs> that in the 69ing. Between the balls and the people shouting, Fuck, tits, hell, you're in the kitchen. Yes. 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 I've had it. Second, the people. First, it was just the old people. Gladys, Barry, and that gay hairdresser doctor. Then the lesbians came With their thongs And their Rihanna music Yeah, you know You know lesbians (laughs) I don't want them looking at me Like I'm some hot piece of mac and cheese I'm scared to leave the house Lastly, this is too dangerous People at our age shouldn't be running around sexily Just yesterday I went out to yell about the noise And I took a pickleball Right in my peach like my ass. <laughs> the Pickleball assailant didn't even say sorry. She said, keep it up. Oh, sh- In conclusion, you either get rid of these pickleball courts or watch out, bitch.
1: Or watch out, bitch.
0: I feel really the good about The
1: drama at this is- Rock Hard Acres.
0: <laughs> You're amazing. Thank you so much. I want, Would you tell everybody where they can find you, what you have coming up, and whatever you want to promote? Yes.
1: Um, I'm at Rachel Safety, and you can find the show, Two Dikes and a Mic, at Two Dikes and a Mic, all over everywhere. We're going to be in Seattle and Portland and also Phoenix, Bloomington, Madison, all over. So you can find us and come see a show and also listen to the podcast, Two Dikes and a Mic, and come see me live. I'm taping a special in April in Los Angeles. So find that and get your gay content filled.
0: Okay. <laughs> You're amazing. So, all right, guys. Find, follow, subscribe, listen, and um, and, and I will see you back on the show again and hopefully soon because I really enjoy having you a guest. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to see you.
1: Interview complete. I have 101 hot dogs and a gun. Let's see how competitive Rachel really is.
0: Feel like that's how she would have wanted to go, computer lady. Well done. Well, thank you so much to Rachel Scanlon for being on the show. What a fun guest, you guys. Thank you for listening or watching. Take a second to leave a comment, like, follow, subscribe. Do all the things that you do with your favorite podcasts. Take them for a walk. I don't think that's what you do with podcasts. Don't forget, my name's Kristen Key. Go to my website. Say hello on all my social media. Drop a line. Support this show. And Friday Live at 5 by uh, by joining the Patreon. It's a lot of fun. We have game nights. Oh, so fun. You bring your own stuff next next time i'll be bringing another hilarious comedian we'll chit chat we'll play five quick questions we'll do a rad lip everybody goes home smiling until next time bye we're gonna talk to some people gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna talk to Hello? some people gonna learn a lot of stuff we're gonna talk to some Hello? people gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna talk to some Hello? people gonna learn a lot of stuff because it's the
1: nose blank